morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for starting your day with me, whether you're watching or listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook. However, I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Over the last month or so, we've been talking about how to learn how to hustle like Jesus so that we can have great work-life balance, have the rest that comes from God, have great mental health, and also accomplish all the things God wants us to accomplish. And this week and last week, I've been sharing from a series I shared a couple years ago called Beach Life life on vacation. Here's another clip of that message. If you want to watch the whole series, you can find it on our Faith Plus app. Once again, this series is called Beach Life, Life on Vacation. Enjoy the rest God has for you. Take heed, brethren. This is what he just summed up in four or five verses. Now he says, take heed, brethren, brothers and sisters in Christ. The word take heed, this phrase take heed means to weigh carefully, consider, examine, direct your thoughts to this. Other translations say, see to it. Search your hearts every day about this. Watch out, brothers and sisters, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Pointing to this example. God told them for years the promised land was theirs. And it wasn't just he told this generation. He had told it to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They believed it. Joseph believed it. This has been passed down for hundreds of years. God fulfills his word, sends a deliverer to bring them out of Egypt. And the whole time, he is telling them about the promised land. It says the gospel was preached unto them. God has a promised land for you. It is a good land. You're going to have victory in this land. It's going to be great. He is preaching wonderful things to them. But they did not believe. They got to the land and says, yeah, well, what God said was true. You know, this is a good land to live in. Yeah, the fruit looks pretty good. But God must have missed these people. There are giants in the land. There's these other nations that are stronger than us, bigger than us, mightier than us. And they look at us like we're grasshoppers. And we look like at our own selves like we're grasshoppers. We cannot... Do what God said we can do. And so they began to weave and cry and have a pity party all night. I'm sure Uber Eats was busy delivering all the comfort food they needed that night as they wept and cried. And Joshua Caleb said, I was like, hey, y'all, what y'all doing? We're more than able to go into the promised land. God is with us. We can do it. And they said, kill these fools. Let's go back to being slaves. Let's go back to the world. Let's go back to how it used to be. This faith stuff does not work. So the writer of Hebrews says, pay attention, examine yourselves, look at your hearts every day, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Notice how a heart of unbelief is called evil. You know, when you talk about people about what is evil, most people won't say unbelief is evil. They're talking about murder. They're talking about all these other things that go on in the world. Yep, that person is evil. What they said is evil. Evil, 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 evil. But unbelief gets a pass. Because, of course, I'm only human. But the Scripture calls a heart of unbelief 
evil. Why? It causes you to depart, to leave behind, to forsake or desert the living God. He's talking to believers, which means believers can develop evil hearts of unbelief, miss out on God's rest, and depart from the living God. Verse 13, but encourage one another daily. While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened. Remember, hearts being hardened was a problem through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers, sharers, partners of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence or our foundation steadfast until the end. We have to hold the foundation of our faith, our courage to the end and not let go. And not develop an evil heart of unbelief. We can't wimp out just because it looks tough. We can't wimp out just because the world says you're crazy. You can't wimp out just because someone subtweeted you. You can't back down just because the going gets rough. Just because something happens that you don't like. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation. For someone they had heard did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by, by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness, and to whom he swore they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. To simply put it, they did not enter to God's rest which is their promised land, because they did not believe. What's the biggest issue? Not believing God. Do you believe God or not? Do you believe what he's told you? Chapter 4, verse 1, Let us therefore fear or pay close attention to, lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should come short or fall short of it. The word rest here means a resting place or a putting to, a putting to rest. So you need to pay attention. Once again, he's drawn your attention to this. Lest you missed out your place of rest. Lest you miss out your resting place. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. The gospel, the good news was preached to them. God has a promised land for you. God has good things in your future. You stick with God, it's going to be good. God's going to cause you to have victory over your enemies. God has reward for you in the promised land. God has seen what happened to you in Egypt. He is going to deliver you. He's going to take you to the other side. God's got good things for you. Moses preached that. It was good news. We have received good news. God has promised us good things in this life and the life to come. But the word preached did not profit them. So, oh, well, the word is powerful. The word is mighty, but it did them no use. The word profit means to assist them, to be useful to them, to be advantageous to them. Why, did not the, why didn't the powerful word of God not assist them, help them, aid them, become useful to them, or give them the advantage? 
or be advantageous to them, which means to create favorable circumstances for them. That increases the chances of success and effectiveness to be beneficial to them. They did not mix it with faith. Which means the word of God will do you no good unless you mix it with faith. If you don't mix the word you hear, it will do no good to you. Even though it's life-changing power in every word. Even though one word from God can change your life. If you don't mix with faith, it's no good to you. It's almost like you are making some lemonade or Kool-Aid. And I'm not talking about the healthy version. Just go with me. It's not the healthy version of the lemonade or Kool-Aid, but the good version of the lemonade or Kool-Aid. You know, I make a certain type of lemonade for different family events. I don't make it every day. But when I make it, it has a lot of sugar. Well, how much? I just pour it till I feel right in my spirit. <laughs> and so I put all these things into the lemonade. I add the mix, I add the sugar, I got some strawberries in there, I got some other stuff in there. It's good. But if I don't stir it, it's gonna taste nasty. It's no good if I don't stir it. But if I stir it, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be refreshing. It's gonna be what I was looking forward to. It's gonna produce the desired results of why I made it. If you don't mix the word with faith, it will do you no good. It won't even taste that good to you. You'll taste the word like, well, why in the world am I doing this? You have to mix it with faith. And the mixer is your tongue. It is your mouth. You must mix the words you hear with the words that you say. Verse 3 says, For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn my wrath, they shall enter into, they, if they shall enter into my rest, although their works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this rise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remains that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. I like how verse 6 says in New Living Translation, so God's rest is there for people to enter, but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. The tra Passion Translation said, those who first heard the good news of deliverance failed to enter into the realm of faith's rest because of their unbelieving heart. Yet the fact remains that we still have the opportunity to enter into the faith rest life and experience the fulfillment of the promise. Verse 7 through 11 in New Living Translation says, So God said another time for entering into his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted, Today when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest. God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fall. Some things I want to point out to you. God called the promised land his rest. God called the promised land his rest. Those that believed, or those that mixed faith with the Word of God, 
that next generation entered into the promised land, entered into God's rest. Because they believed, say because they believed, they had to fight. Because the promised land had giants, had enemies, had walled cities. But because they believed, they had to step up to the plate and fight. After many years of battles, including mistakes and errors they made, they received Joshua 21, 43 to 45. Let's go there. Joshua chapter 21, 43 to 45. Joshua 21, verse 43. And the Lord gave unto Israel all the land which he sware to give unto their fathers, and they possessed it, and they dwelt therein. Now, sometimes you just read it. If you don't read it in context and know the stories, like, oh, God gave them a piece of land, and they just moved in. It wasn't that great. That's not what happened. In order to get what God gave them, they had to fight. They had to do battle. So how did God give it to them? He led them, he fought for them, and he fought alongside them. And verse 44, and the Lord gave them rest round about, according to all that he sware unto their fathers. And there stood not a man of all the enemies before them. The Lord delivered all the enemies into their hands. There fell not any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel, all came to pass. Another translation says, every good thing the Lord had promised them came true. See, the rest of Hebrews 4 and the rest of the promised land is the fulfillment of God's promise. The rest of Hebrews 4 is believing that God will do his part and all you have to do is believe and obey him. You obey him from a place of rest, not stress. You obey him from a place of rest, not stress, because you trust him. It says, let us labor to enter into his rest. Just like those going into the promised land had to fight to get into the promised land, there are some fights you will have in this life. You are to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold onto eternal life. I'm going to stop that clip right there. Thank you so much for starting your day with me. Go ahead and share this with others so they can be encouraged. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Have a great day. Remember, something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. God bless.